Hello, Simon Miller Pro Wrestling Show listeners. Just a quick reminder that Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show is sponsored by PinsAndKnuckles.com. And you can head on over to PinsAndKnucklesMerch.com right now to get an exclusive Simon Miller Wrestling t-shirt that I'm sure your mum will look at and go, who the hell is this bald asshole? That's it. Usually I like to say these words before I start the actual podcast, but I didn't this week because as I just said... I'm a bald asshole. Pins and knuckles for all your merchandise needs. Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show. That's right, I'm sat here with the H Championship because I am the biggest wrestling geek and the biggest wrestling mark in the world. Uh, I know we're a little bit later than usual, a bit of a crazy day. I'll be able to reveal more about that uh, in a few weeks. I won't say anything just yet. Uh, and I, I kind of I sat here for a long time going, what shall I actually do the podcast on today? Because nothing really, we are going to talk about Raw and WWE, but really the biggest news that's happened over the last few days, uh, aside from everything that's happening over the weekend, is the Stone Cold Steve Austin is coming back to Madison Square Garden Raw. And so that's kind of interesting, but I, I sat there doing title after title after title after title. I didn't know what to write, and I thought, screw it. So many people have asked me about my South Korea trip. Let's just talk about that. And it kind of ties into something that's going down at 6pm BST. I'm going to put this down. Who knew it was really hard to podcast? And... Um hold a championship so that can just go there so i thought look we'll use this episode it's got up at a crazy time anyway obviously usually we do 1 p.m bst and i thought i could just run you through some stuff and give you um you know some uh, some other information about how you can stay up to date with everything that went on there shout out to nick c in the super chat who just said the champion is here john cena style as well the champion is here with all the things again we are live on youtube right now please do subscribe to the channel please like the video share the video if you want it's a live stream don't need to do that uh and on instagram and uh, twitter at simon316 and yeah if you've got any question or anything you want to say it doesn't have to be about me going over to uh, South Korea. We are going to talk about Raw and WWE and AEW and, and all those kind of things too. But yeah, it was just, I was like, I don't know what we can chat about this of any interest. And so many, again, I'm repeating myself. Anyway, the point is this. As soon as this video is done, I didn't actually plan to do this. I got caught in traffic, long story short. But at 6pm BST on this very channel, you will be able to watch the entire match between me and Adam Mayhem uh, you know, at Pro Wrestling Society in Korea fight for the H Championship, which of course... Uh, was invented by the Going In Raw guys. How this has happened, I don't know. The craziest thing ever yet. But that literally goes live on my channel in 55 minutes. So when we're done here, much like we do usually with ups and downs, I thought, oh, we can just segue into that instead. In the meantime, I can give you some information. You can ask questions or whatever. Uh, Lamel KH2 in Super Chat says, give an Oscar up for Simon Miller. No, that's bad. I mean, I appreciate it. But we give an Oscar up for performers that aren't being used in the way we want them to be used. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. Eh, it would be so bad. He'd still be on the roster. And Philly Flexer, which is an amazing name in the Super Chat, said, congrats on the win. Anything you didn't like about that great match? Well, that's Philly. What a great way. Uh, what a great way to transition into it. I mean, yeah, you'll see. Well, basically, here's the week's worth of content if you're interested. I know I'm pushing it a little bit, but I had a great time. I've got all this content, all this footage, so I may as well use it. So tonight at 6 p.m. BST, the whole match will go up. Tomorrow, around about the same time, I've got a whole vlog going up as well. 
showing you behind the scenes stuff and everything like that. And then Thursday, uh, I'm going to have a bit of a director's commentary version of the match for people to, to, to answer stuff about this in case they don't watch this and in case they don't watch this stream. But uh, anything I didn't like about the match, I mean, there were a few things I could have done. I could have done a lot better uh, in certain uh, kayfabe breaking now as well for people that don't like that, just so you're prepared. But um, yeah, there were certain uh, bits. And I, I have to go through it all again. I've watched it a few times. Um, there, there were a few. Uh, I mean, look, everyone, well, not everyone, the internet likes to remind me a lot. But some, you know, I, I'm well aware that I'm still massively green and massively learning. I mean, I think I, I think all wrestlers are. But there are a couple of times during the headlight moments, maybe where you can see the, 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 the cogs whirring a little bit. The cool thing was, the more matches I have, the more I realize, excuse me, that I'm remembering the, the structure of a match more and more. And that's a huge boost of confidence because even, say, when did I come back? Like six months ago, four months ago, whenever it was. Even then, that was still getting in my head. And I'm not saying that I've got that down perfectly. I'm sure there's still going to be the odd moment here and there. But yeah, you know, getting being able to sort of retain that information is absolutely, it's, it's, it's nice. You know, it's, it's really, really good. But yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, there, I can... I can I can punch bigger if that makes sense. I can throw myself into things more. Uh, I can take my time. Uh, I could probably sell out a bit better. There's those little things that I can do. Um, but we're getting there. And I know when the match goes up, like I say, 6 p.m. BST on this channel. I know when it's go up, people are going to rag on me and say that was crap and this was crap. But it's okay. It's all good. I'm a work in progress. And I think the whole, the really cool thing about this entire journey, as we called it two years ago, three years ago, was that you get to see it all. So you get to see the good bits and you get to see the bad bits. Or ha ha lol lol, the ups and the downs. Um, but yeah, I just think everything could be from my end. Adam Mayhem was an absolute legend of a human being. And the experience that I got from him, I'll, I'll carry on for a long time. But yeah, I could just be more confident, I think. A bit smoother in my movements. Um, and, you know, hit a few moves uh, a, a bit better. All, all, those, all, those, kinds of, all those kinds of things. Um, but, you know, I think my, my big thing at the moment is as long as anybody can watch a match of mine and say, hey, that just looks like a wrestling match. I'm not saying I'm doing five stars on the Tokyo Dome. Of course I'm not. But as long as right now it looks like a passable wrestling match, that to me is, is the ultimate. Uh, Lamel KH2 comes back in the super chat and says, fine, a golden up. A golden Oscar up. Right, I take that. I take that. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You, you righted the up. Uh, I never do that. Lou Miller in the super chat says, congrats on your win. Who was that cussing you out? Well, as you will see, again, 6 p.m. p.m., blah, blah, blah. blah. Uh, that was um, uh, Adam Mayhem's entourage, which of course he has. And they were giving me grief uh, for, the entire, for the entire match from start to finish, as they would. Because they're they're in his corner, so that makes that makes perfect sense. But the whole the whole trip in general was was kind of crazy. Because if you don't know, I flew out on Thursday and I got back on Sunday night. Like I was literally in South Korea for a cup of coffee. And Pro Wrestling Society and Adam did say that I could stay out there for longer. But you know, the truth of the matter is, is that I want to make sure I balance everything that I've got on my plate right now because I love it all. I wanted to make sure I was back for ups and downs and all the other things that I do. So it was my decision to do that. And they couldn't have accommodated me anymore. So from a purely, as we are talking about it, I want to shout out uh, Shiho. I want to shout out Adam. I want to shout out Pro Wrestling Society, all of those guys, uh, everyone that took care of me, the hospitality, my man Trevor. It was, uh, it was, it was really, really nice, and it was a real, you know, people in wrestling always talk about these community moments and how you do grow closer to people through wrestling, and I can absolutely see why. I can absolutely see why. It's, um, you know, I understand what wrestling is, and I know people like to go, "Oh, man, you're such a mark, you're nerd." This I am aware, but you know, winning a, a title abroad against a guy who was really good to me, given that the whole idea of the of training to be a wrestler was just to have a match 
you know, I, I, I'll, I will, I will forever, you know, I will forever be grateful for this experience, and it won't leave me for a long time. AJ Parker says in super chat, that strap looks good on you, Simon. Nikki Crocs like it also. I do enjoy how much you keep that up, AJ. Uh, the Stone Cold appearance feel like he will be attacked by the fiend, or will he heal him? That is very interesting. Yeah, when we'll talk about that as it's come up. So yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to be at the Madison Square Garden show. As far as I'm aware, the Madison Square Garden show wasn't selling as well as WWE wanted, so I'm sure that tied in because it seems a bit strange to bring him back so soon after uh, after he was at the Raw reunion. I don't know if Steve Austin's the type of guy that The Fiend would attack, because Steve Austin has done such a good job of protecting that character. If he doesn't think he can have a match with Bray Wyatt, I don't necessarily think they'd head in that direction. What he does do, I don't know. It will be interesting. Definitely far better than having him on Skype. But I do think the main reason he's being brought in is to hopefully, I guess it's a win-win situation. It likely will help WWE with ticket sales. And, you know, Austin gets to go back to Madison Square Garden, which I'm sure for any professional wrestler is a bullet. It is a big deal. Like, you know, it's, it's an incredible thing to be able to say to say they're going to do. But yeah, that's um that's going down soon. Again, that's what I was going to talk about in this podcast. And I was like, nah, screw it. We'll just talk about this. Uh, Philly Flex in the Super Chat says, are you going to take that sticker off the title? Oh, you know I am. I'm going to get my own sticker made and I'm going to do a whole video. I tell you, man, I'm going to run this into the ground. I'm going to do a whole video of sticking my face over Adam Mayhem's face. And like he said, and like Stephen Larson said too, there is a rematch clause. So we've got to do it again. The question is when, the question is where, the question is why, always is. But we will do it again. I'm a fighting champion, as they say. And Ibanai in the Super Chat just says, hand on heart for life, which is very kind, Ibanai. And thank you always uh, for the support. And on that note, you know, uh, every time we do a Super Chat, you get a hand on the heart. Don't know why. Just something I started doing. Uh, something I, I did, you know, started doing. And now we just do it. Undead FB Goo in the Super Chat says, Simon, you deserve it. That's very kind. And also gutted about John Moxley. We do have to talk about that. Uh, obviously, John Moxley is out of All Out. He suffered his MRSA, in I think it's an infection, when he was out in Japan, which is just an awful thing to have to go through. And he has to have an operation or whatever they do. I think he's going to be out for around about a month. To me, it's one of those things that it does absolutely suck. But the, the, the well-being and the health of wrestlers should always be what's front and center, right? I think that's... I think that, that that's stating the obvious. But sometimes, it's like when, uh, I can't remember his name now, because uh, that's what happens on these podcasts, but the NFL quarterback that just retired at 29 that nobody could believe because he was smashing it. He got booed when he was leaving. And I'm not saying it's the same thing. I understand Twitter is a negative echo chamber at the best of times. But I can't believe, I, I saw so many people saying that, you know, John Moxley is a bad, you know, oh, booed, you've ruined all out, boo, John Moxley. I'm like, what are you talking about? The coolest thing about pro wrestling these days, and you can argue it either way, but definite pro of it being so out there and us being so aware, not only can we do videos like this, but it also means when it does happen, wrestlers have an easy, not an easy out, but they have an out that'd be far easier than, than other things. I think we should just feel sad for John Moxley. He was clearly well up for this. He was going to have a match with Kenny Omega that probably would have that probably would have um, stolen the show in many ways. Puck is a great replacement, so I think AEW have smashed it there. But anyone that is mad at John Moxley for having to go sort himself out because he can't appear on a wrestling pay-per-view, I think you're nuts, and I think you've lost it. I've got no problem with saying that. I think you probably need to rewind the clock and try and figure out what you're talking about. Michael Jensen in the Super Chat says, congrats on your win. Thank you for the mental health video you did. Yourself and Jules from What Culture are doing fantastic awareness about it. It's helped me a lot. Stone cold toast to you, good sir. Well, Michael, I'm very happy that it was able to help uh, that's very very kind um thank you thank you i i i appreciate that um 
And yeah, like the mental health stuff, we did that last week. You can check it out on the channel now. Just something I feel very passionate about. And look, a shout out to everybody that got in touch, making sure I was okay. I am okay. That's uh, not something that I'm dealing with right now, but that doesn't mean I don't think we should talk about it. In fact, I think when somebody is in a good place and they can talk about mental health issues, we should because that's the area we really want to get to down the line. So thank you very much. If I helped you, then that's even better. And um, yeah, you humble me even more. So thank you very much. And we'll certainly do more. Tom Talks Rubbish in the Super Chat says, Simon, congrats. Who's next? Proper Goldberg. Who is next? That's a great question. We need to figure this out. So now the title is here and back in the United Kingdom, all the way from South Korea, we do have to uh, we do have to come up with a plan for it, which we will. Keep an eye on my Twitter at Simon316. There are some plans in the work. We just need to finalize them and figure out what the next steps are. Also, on that note, somebody asked me where my next match is. It's amazingly tomorrow. It's at IPWK. If you're going to be in the Canterbury area over here in the UK, I go on my Twitter right now. You can see all the information or IPWK Twitter account. Uh, yeah, but if you can come to support me on that, please do. It's going to be a crazy week week all round going from South Korea uh, to there. So yes, there are a few tickets remaining and I'd love to I'd love to see some people there. Nicholas Wolf in the super chat says Seth Rollins versus Simon Miller title versus title. Hey, I challenged Seth and he never got back to me. He moved away from that storyline quicker than a hiccup. But yeah, I'll put my title on the line get Seth Rollins, but he's got to put his tag team title and his universal championship on the line. That's just how it works. Also, little tease. Interesting that concept, isn't it? I'll put my title on the line, but my opponent's got to put something else on the line. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the, the whole the whole trip in general was 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 a proper turnaround, a quick turnaround affair, and I loved every second of it. That's the truth. I wouldn't change it for for anything. Um, I still can't. I'm very taken aback that I was even able to get this opportunity. But it's you know it was nuts because for starters, the, the, it was a long way to go. Uh, but then, you know, the fact that I stepped off a plane Friday morning, got acquainted with the area, you know, settled into my hotel, met everybody. And then Saturday morning, you're heading to a wrestling show on the streets of South Korea. where you have only been for less than 24 hours. And, you, you know, it's a wrestling ring is a wrestling ring, right? And a, and, a, and a venue is a venue. It just, you know, the people that populate it may be, you know, of, of the local area. But other than that, it's all the same. So when I was backstage with all the other wrestlers, and everyone's figuring out their matches and things like that. It's just, you could be anywhere. I mean this in a, in, a, in a positive sense. And then when you walk out there and you have obviously a completely different audience, some know what's going on, some don't. And the really cool thing about a, a Korean crowd, or at least this is what I gauge from it, who knows, I'm not the, the most well-versed in it, is even if they didn't know who was who, they seemed to like figure out who the face was, figure out who the heel was, and then just cheer or boo. So they basically played their part if you ever want to sort of, you know, break a crowd down to, to something that specific. And I thought that was so cool. Like because I had Y slapped on the back of my trunks, I'm 99% sure a lot of people chanting Y just because that's what it said. And they said, okay, well, he's the guy we're meant to be cheering for. We'll chant Y. <laughs> it was just it was just great like it was it was just it was just an absolute love one actually you know one at the end and adam mayhem had done his big exit which again you could see on the video that went up yesterday and thank you for everybody that watched that that video did really well i appreciate that uh, and i had sort of my moment to sort of you know hold the the, the the title aloft everyone was really nice everyone was really kind everyone was making noise i got a we deserve it chant which i mean do i arguably not but i will take a we deserve it chant as a man that's been watching wrestling for a long time I will, uh, I will take that. And yeah, when I was editing the video yesterday, it really got me. It really kind of hit me here, and I was like, "Oh man, that's uh, that's a moment that I'll have." Like I say, till the day till the day I die. Outside of that, and you'll you'll see more of this in the vlog that goes up on Thursday. Yeah, Korea in general, just South Korea in general, is just an incredible, incredible place. I learned very quickly. I'm not very well versed with the food. Uh, we went out for a Korean barbecue on that Thursday night, Friday night, and it was so hot. 
I don't even know how I was able to eat what I did eat. There was even an Asian guy there who said, well, that's a bit hot. <laughs> if, if a guy that, you know, has been brought up around spices is thinking that, stupid white boy over here, oh my gosh, did that kick my ass. But I was so hungry, I, was, I just ate it. And I, we went to this um, fish market too. Again, I got loads of clips that I'll, I'll get put together and get up as soon as I can. Um, but yeah, where you literally choose your fish downstairs and it's still alive. You pick which one you want. And then you go, uh, you go upstairs and your fish is prepared for you. And you're like, that, that is something else. And I saw the fish get killed. And I'm a hypocrite, I realized. Did not like that. But I'm all right to eat it, aren't I? So I'm a hypocrite and I should be dragged uh, through the... I should be I should be dragged through the through the mud, but um, no, it's incredible how uh, a sport that many people say is quote unquote fake can actually bring up proper emotions in you, right? And that's absolutely what this did. Um, I get it; it makes me sound like an absolute idiot, but I think it was the whole, like I say, it was the whole experience from start to finish, flying out to a different country to wrestle in a match for a championship, which on the internet is quite, uh, you know, there's been a thing around it at least. It's not just something that somebody, well, it is something that somebody made up, but there is a bit of history there if you do watch those guys. And, you know, for it all to come together the way it did, I had kind of a different variant of my finisher, which is something I'm trying out. So that was also, that was also cool. The spear is now 100% slapped into my arsenal which i love i wasn't doing it at first because i was worried about the goldberg stuff and i was like i'm getting that anyway so i was like screw it which <laughs> i'm just gonna go all in they're getting better and yeah i just continued to add moves into my arsenal and so far so good so it, it was just you know i love going to places as well where you feel a bit like an alien like you know somewhere like south korea or japan or china it's nothing like western culture and nor should it be i'm not saying that but i love that you step off a plane and you feel like i've just i'm on an alien planet because nothing feels the same and i kind of think that broadens the mind and it challenges you and all the words that people uh, people use when describing content like that so yeah, I, I feel very privileged and very humbled that I was able to have that experience. And let's hope it's the first of many, because I would certainly like to do it again. My mantra remains, if I'm free and you want to book me, I'll be there. And again, in 24 hours time, I'll be in Canterbury waiting to debut for IPW, which is another thing I can't quite believe. How all these things are coming together, I don't know. But once again, I'm, um, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see what's, uh, what's going next. Tom Talk Rabbits in the Super Chat says, anything coming for 80,000 subscribers? That's right. We did just pass 80,000 subscribers. I don't think so. I think now we'll save a big video to for a hundred thousand i think uh you know keep that in the locker so again if you are watching now you haven't subscribed please do subscribe uh, right let's talk about raw let's get into uh let's get into all that noise um raw was a really weird show um i thought i'll say as well of course if you want to say anything about raw anything about smackdown wwe aw my trip to korea any questions super chat is right there uh on the right there's a little dollar sign beneath the chat button you can you can say uh and then can ask whatever you want if you if you put it there i will read it out even if it's horrendously offensive and i'll just scold you after the fact actually if it's way too offensive i wouldn't i just kick you out but you know you take my point yeah i thought raw was a strange strange show Obviously, the focus was on King of the Ring, and that did work because the Ricochet versus Drew McIntyre match I loved, and the Miz versus Baron Corbin match was fine. I still, I still enjoyed it. Um, but outside of that, I just thought the whole thing was weird. Like there were so many things that I watched on it. I was like, I don't understand why we did this. For example, why did we do Nikki Cross versus Bailey? Pfft, why? And the wild card rule was never mentioned again. Um, you know, why? Why did we get for the second week Braun Strowman and AJ Styles ending in a DQ? Yeah, you know, why did Braun Strowman get a title match just by asking for it? If that's the case, why didn't he ask two weeks ago? 
Why did we make Braun and Seth the champions, even though Braun doesn't care about his tag belt and only wants the Universal Championship? Why are Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode the tag team that get the nod? I don't mind Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler as a tag team. I think it's quite exciting. And I like the fact that we had a big tag team turmoil match in the middle of Raw because it shone a light on the tag team division. And obviously over in What Culture, I say it all the time. That is something I want more of. But given that we have so many teams, unless we actually have long-term plans for Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode, it just seems like a bit of a waste. This could actually be used as a moment to try and climb up the ladder. And I hope I'm wrong. And I hope we can come back in a few weeks and I'll be like, oh, what a moron. I got it wrong. But it's just, yeah, it's strange. Twister Fake Games in the Super Chat says, why? I think the Millerverse knows the answer. Thank you, Simon. Congrats on the PWS Championship. Thank you, Twister Games. For the record, it is the H Championship. Um, but it's still a championship. I wouldn't care if it was a conquer on a piece of string. I can now forever say that I went into a track I've already talked about. But that's very kind, man. Uh, some people have... Um, some people have asked too that they said, um, you know, why was the I said oh, the, having Y on the Titantron. If you've seen the clips from yesterday, having Y on the Titantron ruined uh, the, uh, the, the, the. It was a spoiler for the match. The Y was on the Titantron the whole time. That was just something that they did at PWS. I mean, it was such a weird thing that people get wound up about. Um, but yeah, it's raw, raw in general. I just thought I just thought it was strange. I, I thought Sasha Banks was good. You know, I quite liked her explanation. I quite liked her attitude. I thought her match with Natalia was fine. You know, that's obviously not a feud they're going with because Becky Lynch is going to be there instead. So we've got that out of the way. And I thought Sasha Banks looked quite vicious and she was getting heat. So we've underlined that she is a heel. Becky Lynch not being on the show, not totally against it because I think it makes her feel like a bigger deal. You don't have a star on every week. But at the same time, you know, Natalia was getting beaten up and she was nowhere to be seen. So again, just a lot of questions. A lot of questions after the fact. Like, I love the Street Profits, but I think the narrator role now feels a bit, not weak, because they're good at it, but it needs to evolve. It needs to go somewhere. Right now, I don't really understand what where, where we're going with it. Uh, and Cesaro versus Cedric Alexander was just a phenomenal match. I mean, I, I don't, I, it was just a match for the sake of having a match, but I thought it was so good. And I thought it was such a I mean Cedric Alexander is great as well but I thought it was such a great showcasing again of how good Cesaro is as a professional wrestler I mean my word the the skills that man has that was undoubtedly the highlight of Raw and I said on ups and downs obviously you can check that out now please do when we're done here um you know if you only want to watch one YouTube clip because you can't be asked to watch anymore which you're allowed to do I absolutely would suggest going watch Cedric Alexander versus Cesaro uh, Undead FB Good the Super Chat says the crowd didn't seem into the whole Sasha promo uh, I mean, yes and no. I know what you mean. It wasn't the kind of heat that maybe everybody was expecting. But maybe they have to build it. Maybe fans are still used to thinking that Sasha Banks is a face. It has been a, it has been a long time. But I liked her promo. Like, I liked the fact she came out and addressed all the rumors. I mean, if you didn't know about that stuff, it would have been a bit lost on you. But and who knows how true it is. But she said she threw a tantrum on the floor after WrestleMania. She wasn't happy with her match. She was jealous of Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey being in the main event. And I think there is some reality and some truth in that, which obviously automatically makes it a better promo because if you do anything coming from a real place, it's automatically going to be better. So I think Sasha Banks is good right now. I thought her facials, like she really looked like a, a dick again. You know, now she's stepped back into her bad girl shoes. It was like, yeah, the only thing I did hate is the flipping Michael Cole saying, it's birth time. It's just, I, the first one was bad. But the second one was worse because then it does become, as I said, like Pavlovian conditioning, like a robot. It's not a real, 
you, if you see someone twice in the same day, you don't greet them with the exact same greeting. You change it up based on your instincts. And that's the problem with commentary in WWE is that sometimes it feels so systematic, they don't feel like your eyes and ears. They feel like people reading a script. And while that's obviously bad when a wrestler does it in a promo, it's even worse when a commentator is doing it because they are meant to be the, the filter. Like again, the match I put up last night, and the same with the one that goes live in 30 minutes, it is weird watching it without commentary, which is what I'm going to do one with commentary at the end of the week. But that's why it's so important that they serve the role. And when Michael Cole do good balls, I don't think it works. Uh, Blue Tint says, will you ever sign a contract in a big promotion? My answer is always the same, Big Tint or BT, Big T, Blue T, as I call you. If I ever get to the point where a big promotion wants to sign me, I will be absolutely honored and I'll be absolutely humbled because I must have done something right. I'm not a man that turns down opportunities. It's not something that I ever expect, but it would be something that would blow my mind. Um, we'll take it every day as it comes. But, uh, you know, who, who knows what the, what the future holds? But if nothing else, if that did happen, I would be very proud of myself. <laughs> And we will see. Mr. Ghost of Five in the super chat says, best part was Sasha's confirming she left because she was unhappy with creative. I agree, right? Because again, if you are a smart fan, like we are, I hate that term, but we'll use it because people know what it means. It's um, It kind of justifies the four months away. And I guess even if you don't know, she still explained. It wasn't like you had to know all the rumors beforehand. And again, we still don't actually know if that's true. Maybe these are rumors. I mean, I think they are, but maybe these are rumors that broke and they decided, hey man, let's use it as a story. Because it is a good story. It is a really, really good story. She got pissed off left and now she's back and she's even more angry than she was. Interesting thing is what we do when she takes on Becky Lynch. I presume it would be a clash of champions. I don't think Sasha Banks should win there. I'm going to be a right idiot, right? Because look, I don't think Sasha Banks should win there, which obviously means I don't think Becky Lynch will lose. But I also don't think Sasha Banks should look weak. So what do, what do we want to do? Smosh finish? I hate those. This is the problem sometimes. Maybe she should just win. Oh, I don't know. Uh, AJ Parker in the Super Chat says, I hear you about Stone Cold, but he is a legend and a former GM. Prime suspect for The Fiend, like some of his victims have been. When you won the belt, who was the first person you called? <laughs> just curious. Um, I know what you mean, but I think it more comes more from Stone Cold Steve Austin's point of view. Given what we seem to know about him and the way he approaches a business... I don't think he wants to do anything without being able to pay it off. So if Bray Wyatt attacks him, I think Austin would say, well, then I want to build to a match at WrestleMania. That's never going to happen. Stone Cold is never coming back to the WWE in that guise. And therefore, I think he'd be a bit adverse to doing it because he doesn't want to tease the audience into thinking something's going to happen when it's not. But you're 100% correct. It would be amazing. And it would help The Fiend. But I think Stone Cold has been so protective of his character these last few years, it wouldn't be a direction that he headed in. Uh, the first person I called, well, I didn't call anyone because, uh, you know, South Korean vocals are expensive. But I uh, messaged my girlfriend, Liz, who, bless her heart, has only really found out about wrestling over the last uh, what year or so. Um, so she, she's getting a crash course in that. And I messaged my, 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 my mate, Luke. Luke is a guy that I've known for 30 plus years. He's the person that I got into wrestling with when I was uh, a kid. And we've been through, haha, the ups and downs of life together. So yeah, he, he was the first person I messaged. Originally as well, he was going to come pick me up from the airport and we were going to film this ridiculous skit of me coming through the gate, the arrivals gate. Uh, with uh, with the belt over his shoulder, but unfortunately he couldn't make it because he had to take care of his kids. But uh, that was our idea, but it but it didn't work out. So yeah, they, they were the two people that I, I messaged. I then put it on social media, and I mean my word, thank you to everyone that blew that up. That was that was incredible. That was really humbling as well. I smiled I smiled for a few days about that. So yeah, the, the the amount of congratulations of people that seemed genuinely happy this had happened was just an extra 
an extra tick in the box. So thank you. Uh, Inez Reynolds in the Super Chat says, congratulations on your title win. Buzzing my ball sack off for All Out this weekend. Much love. That's right, it is All Out weekend. We'll do another podcast before then to talk about it, predict it, and obviously we'll do that over on What Culture as well. It's a crazy weekend in general. We've got Royal Quest. We've got All Out. We've got the NXT UK Cardiff show. Obviously, NXT is now 100% confirmed to go into Wednesdays in a couple of weeks. It's going to be mad. Let's just do a poll. Let's do a quick poll based off Inez's uh, message there. Three shows going down this weekend. I think I know the answer but you never know i understand you can watch them after the fact but let's say they all go live at 8 p.m on saturday and you had channel one channel two channel three and each three of those shows are on the channels what do you watch first what's the thing you care most about do you watch all out do you watch nxt uk cardiff or do you watch new japan royal quest just say it in the um say it in the in the chat there and, and we'll see where and we'll see where we get but it's going to be exciting it's going to be busy there's going to be a lot to do a lot of up and down in but uh, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite excited. I'm quite excited for this weekend. I think it's going to be cool. Lou Miller in the super chat says, "What's your take on Bray calling out Sting online? Did this happen? Did he call out Sting online? I don't remember that. Well, I don't, I don't remember that. Let me correct myself. I haven't seen that. I presume you mean on Twitter. Let's go now. I mean, the rumor at the moment is that Vince McMahon wants to do Undertaker versus Sting at." Uh, the next Saudi Arabia show. I don't believe that at all. I don't think he's ever been into that, to, to say the least. And also, I think we've got to learn from the last Saudi Arabia show. Like, we don't need to do that again. I know people want to see it, but you're not going to get what you want. I can't see anything of Bray Wyatt calling out Sting. Is this one of those rumors that started but actually is not true? We'll Google it, because that is a specific thing to Google. Unless you mean the the the, the actor, uh, the, so the singer. Oh, no, there we go. No, it has happened. Okay. Um... Let's click it and let's read it. Uh, Bray Wyatt was asked who he would like The Fiend's Raw debut to be against. His answer, WWE Hall of Famer Sting. Yeah, there we go. Um, well, I think that would make sense just because that would tie... I mean, there, there's a very similar... There's a very similar... I mean, Bray, what Bray Wyatt has done is very similar to when Sting got rid of his surfer paint and became... Uh, Crow Sting, right? It's very, very similar. It was very, very dark, didn't say much, was kind of spooky, dark lights, freaking everybody out. So I guess that would make perfect sense. But I think if they're ever going to bring Sting back and they don't do The Undertaker, you're just going to piss everybody off. So you should absolutely just do that. But I think that's cool. I think that's cool, Lou. I mean, I, I don't think Sting should come back because he hurt his neck. And once we've already talked about health is the most important thing. I don't need to see Sting again. I think he's already given enough. But it's up to him. It's up to WWE, and it's up to WWE's doctors. Uh, Undead FBQ in the Super Chat says, We are proud of you, Simon. AEW all out. That's really kind, that is. When people say they're proud of me, especially because they bought into the wrestling journey we did three, three, um, uh, three years ago when we started. But almost to the day. It was July. So that's incredible. That really is a wonderful thing to be told because i know we only know each other through the magic of the internet but it works both ways i wouldn't have been able to stay motivated and inspired and all these words and focused especially after my shoulder injury which we talked about mental health earlier that really you know gave my mental health a, a smacking because one it happened after only five matches and two and again i don't mind i put myself out there so it's on me but two a lot of people came at me, right? A lot of people came at me, and a lot of people were like, oh, Miller, you see, you're fucking dangerous, shouldn't be in the ring, yada, 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 which I don't, you know, agree with at all. But to be able to come back from all of this, have an experience like we've just had, and then get comments like that, it really does mean a lot. So, yeah, know that. Know that these, um, these words don't fall on deaf ears. I obviously can't get back to everybody, but it absolutely keeps me going. 
and you know, so just thank you very much. Shout out to Joe Mano or Mino, Jay Mano, I think Mano, I think it is, who has joined, uh, who has joined the channel, which you can do. There's a join button down there. Basically, that is about five bucks, I believe, which is the same as I. Uh, it's the same tier on my Patreon. Again, patreoncom forward slash Simon316. There's a link in the description below. Um, where I do my behind the scenes or whatever you want to call it, Q&As. So if you do join that, a link will go up in the community thread um, for channel members. And you can come join. And we're going to do a big one this week because I wasn't able to get to it last week because of the South Korea thing, blah, blah, blah. Shout out to him. Shout out to Anne Rose in the Super Chat that says, What up, champ? Have yourself some dollaroos, good sir. You deserve it. Thank you, Aaron. I'm not sure I do, but I will take it. I will take it anyway. Um, it's... It's, it's just it's just because I had a few people as well. We're just talking about going, oh, who cares? It's a crap belt no one's ever heard of. It's not the point. It's not the point about it. A, the belt is badass. So shut up. But it's not the point. It's about what it represents and it's about what it means in terms of my current path and direction. That's what matters. And the experience and the aura, the atmosphere and all those words that, that people say. I had to turn my phone off because it turned itself off for some reason. Tom Talks Rabbit in the Super Chat says, Were you upset the championship win was not in the UK? No, not at all. Not at all. Like, if anything, I mean, that would be amazing. And hopefully that happens one day soon. I think given just the way I approach wrestling, any title win anywhere will be awesome. But the fact they got to go for, to South Korea to do it was almost... And like I say, it made it better because I think doing it on home soil, obviously. Like, I've got a match in Luton in September. I'm so excited for that because I was born in Luton. So I'm like, yeah. But... I think being able to do that and somebody actually, you know, booking me abroad, it ticked so many boxes all at once. But yeah, let's absolutely try and do it. Let's absolutely try and do it in the UK as well. No question. In terms of what people were saying about what show they want to see, I mean, All Out basically won. It wasn't a massive, it was, only a few people got involved. But yeah, most people said, most people said All Out. Aaron Rose, uh, do you have, Super Chat, do you have any resting dates up north soon? Depends where you define north. I'm going to get my bookings up. So I have, I have one in Sheffield. It's not really up north, though, is it? But it's more north than where I am now. And that's a pathetic way to say it. That's 7th of September. That's Breed Wrestling. Again, just search for Breed Wrestling on the internet. You can find them. Uh, I got one super north on the 6th of October in Scotland for Discovery. So you can check that out. But otherwise, no. I don't have any super north ones. Uh, we kind of did the north ones with Defiant, right? Rest in peace. But hey, hopefully more will come up. I'm not not going to the north. Right now, I'm just, whoever comes to me or whoever I reach out to and gets back to me, I'm saying, yeah, let's go and do it. So keep an eye on the Twitter at SimonMiller316. That's the best way. Uh, that's the, uh, the best way to do it. Somebody says, how in the world do I set up payment for Super Chat? I don't know, to be completely honest. I, that's, a, that's a great question. I guess it will, I mean, I don't know. What happens if I click it? Can I do it? Um, I don't know. To me, it just says I can do it. I don't know. Don't know the answer to that one. It's a great question, though. <laughs> great question. Chicken Salad says, I challenge you to a thumb wrestling match for the belt. I will take on all comers. But don't forget that wrestling is a work, and we just work it so I win. Don't forget that, Chicken Salad. Don't forget that. Anyway, that was Raw. <sighs> I mean... I, I, I think that my problem with Raw this week is that it was an okay show, and there was enough to enjoy... But alas, it didn't really, apart from the King of the Ring, which, you know, that's fine. I don't really think it built anything. And I also think, crucially, it didn't build on the successes that we've had over the last few weeks. I genuinely think post-Extreme Rules, WWE has smashed it out of the park for a couple of months. And this felt like the first Raw where I was like, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. And I don't ever want to be like that, right? I never want to... Uh, uh, I don't care. It's just you know, if they don't do it intentionally, but it felt like the end of a run, and this felt it didn't feel like a bad episode of Raw, but it felt more like a middling episode where, when all was said and done, I was like, "There's nothing really there to convince me to tune in next week." I have to put the fan on. Fan is going on. It's a heat wave going on in the UK. It just got me right then. 
We'll see what happens on SmackDown tonight. I think SmackDown is the more interesting of the two shows at the moment anyway, because I want to see what's going to happen to Roman Reigns. Surely tonight is the night we get more, because Daniel Bryan is claiming that this imposter, <laughs> the Rowan imposter, is, is the real person. So I think we need to... I think we need to we need to evolve that. They did put a SmackDown preview up. Oh, I'm not going to try and find it. It's going to take forever. But yeah, that's... I guess they have... WWE has time. Clash of Champions in for three weeks. So maybe they're just, you know, treading lightly, if that, if that makes sense. I mean, you should never do that, right? You want to smash everything out of the park. But maybe they felt like they just needed a... I can't even think of the right words. But, you know, you know a week sometimes where you don't really have anything major to talk about. Uh, you, you don't feel like you can do anything major because you've got to make it to the next, make it to the next uh, show. So instead, you'll, the focus on King of the Ring, and outside of that, we'll just do a, a sort of minor involvement of the stories so people know where we're going, but not necessarily go overboard. That's kind of how I read it, but, you know... We'll see. We'll see. I think that this weekend is going to be a huge weekend with all of these shows. And then Clash of Champions goes down mid-September, which is also when NXT starts. And then we move into, basically, then we're almost at October. And that's when we get the three. The really interesting thing about NXT moving to Wednesdays to me is I think it does have an adverse effect on the SmackDown. Because if you've already planned to watch Raw and you've already planned that you want to watch AEW and NXT, by Friday, are you really going to have two extra hours in you to watch SmackDown? And sometimes that is how entertainment works because you're more likely to be less busy on a Wednesday than you are a Friday. So if you decide to watch NXT and then you decide to watch AEW and Friday may have planned, you may be going out, seeing your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever... You probably go, ah, I watch SmackDown on Saturday. Maybe you don't get around to it on SmackDown. And then Sunday, you're like, man, and then Monday's there, or there's a pay-per-view on Sunday, and you just don't watch SmackDown. I mean, I'm not saying that is going to happen, but I don't... I, if I was Fox, I would not be pleased that all of a sudden there's an extra two-hour window of WWE programming slammed right in the middle of the week. I'd be a bit pissed off, because I think it's going... Again, I think it's going to wear people out with All Elite Wrestling on top to the point simply because of logistics, right? Because of the calendar that SmackDown is coming out on a Friday, maybe less people are going to watch. Undead FB Goose says, going to miss tomorrow's show if it's on in the afternoon as I have to be out, but we'll catch up when I get home. Keep being awesome. That's very kind, Undead. Thank you very much. Yes, we will do another one at 1 p.m. BST tomorrow to make up for not doing 1 p.m. BST today. Simple as that. Like I say, I was doing something today which was very, 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 very cool, and I'll be able to share it with you. I don't know when. Maybe not for a couple of months. All I'll say is when it happens, you'll know. <laughs> it's nothing to do with my wrestling in terms of being a wrestler. But yeah, just keep an eye on life. Keep an eye on my Twitter and, and all of those things. Um, I, 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 I'm, I don't know how SmackDown... I hope SmackDown does well. I hope AEW does well. I hope everything does well. I hope October is a real boom period for wrestling in general. But I do think that SmackDown could suffer because of this. And especially as well, because now the talk is, well, if NXT isn't doing well on a Wednesday, we'll send Roman Reigns there. Okay, well, you've just seen Roman Reigns. And then that negates his impact on SmackDown. Of course it does. Because absence makes the heart grow fonder. That's one of the reasons Sasha Banks... One of the reasons Sasha Banks got such a big reaction is because we haven't seen her for four months, right? Simple as that. If you're seeing Roman Reigns all the time, as the wildcard rule proved, it's, it's the law of diminishing returns. So... It's, it's, I think it has to be a really good balancing act. I understand this is not how it works because if we aren't doing good ratings, Vince McMahon will probably go, oh, get the stars on the show. But I think sticking with the people that we associate with NXT and not the quote-unquote main roster stars, even though that term doesn't make sense now, is imperative when it comes to not wearing out the audience, which we could already, 
we already risk doing simply because there is so much going on. It's going to be a fascinating time. It really is. And I don't think anybody could have predicted this at the start of 2019. And also after Sunday, after Saturday, I should say, we're going to have a real better understanding of what the direction AEW is going to head in. We'll talk about this on a, on a podcast later in the week, but Chris Jericho winning the championship, probably. And, you know, what does that mean? How does that tie into things? What do we do with John Moxley versus Pac? Is Pac hanging around? Is it a one and done? It, it, are there going to be some surprises that shape their TV? What's Cody, you know, uh, Phoenix has got a knee injury. How does that affect the match with the Young Bucks? I tell you, there's so much going on. Let's just make sure there's nothing going on that we've missed. Because, as I always say, news breaks all the time. And we're like, oh, man. I mean, AEW has named Crackle Barrel as sponsor of All Out. We knew, I mean, that was the same as last time. But still, it's good to let you know. Arn Anderson's going to do a podcast with Conrad Thompson. Got to be good. Arn Anderson knows he, so many stories. It's got to be good. I tell you a really cool thing. Uh, Impact Wrestling came out and said that they, uh, they're going to start paying the, 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 the hotel expenses for all wrestlers. And I think it's an amazing thing to be able to do. Like, the coolest thing about that is when you are in a war, when you're trying to get talent, I think that could be a real draw. Like, if you know you can go to Impact and that your expenses are taken care of for you, no matter what your baseline is in terms of your finances, that is a huge expense taken that you don't have to worry about from a stress point of view, from a tax point of view, from a day-to-day point of view. I don't think it's going to have any huge ramifications in the sense all of a sudden AEW or WWE is going to do it, although I certainly would like that. But I, I, thought, that was, I thought that was massive. And if you watch Impact, you know it's quite good. You know, it, it, it's quite it's quite an entertaining show. The problem is, is getting it in front of the right people. How you do that now, I don't know, because it's already so... Right now, if you want to get a, a wrestling show on TV, that must be so hard. There's so much wrestling on TV. We aren't risking burning out the audience, unless, of course, somehow we do get specific crowds, like we did for WCW versus WWE, hence why when WCW went out of business, you didn't all of a sudden get Raw doing double the figures it was doing, because World Championship Wrestling fans just went, meh, I don't think that we need to that we need to watch WWE. You know, they were WCW fans. They weren't wrestling fans. They were fans of that promotion, like the old Southern wrestling. I saw an amazing clip on, uh, I can't remember what it was now, but it was just the when they sold out the Georgia Dome when Goldberg won the title, flipping it. Go and find that clip now and try and figure out how we're in the position we are. What did World Championship Wrestling do? <laughs> it, made, it made absolutely no sense. Like It was, uh, uh, it was crazy. Somebody keeps asking me. I'll, ask, I'll answer this one. Uh, do I write the scripts for ups and downs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I literally, I get asked that question a lot. I get up, I round up, or I watch it either way. But I get up really early. I sit down um, and I watch Raw. I have a pen and a pad, or I do it on my phone sometimes. And I watch it and I just react. That's that. I react to it. I make jokes. Sometimes I don't make jokes. Like in the instance of last night's Raw, I was like, not much is happening here. So there's not really much. We can't have much fun. So I'll treat it more like a recap show. And if it's bonkers and crazy, I'll be like, all right, we'll treat it more of an entertainment show. But yeah, yeah, that's all my thoughts, all my opinions. I think it has to be. I think if it wasn't my thoughts and opinions, it wouldn't work. Like even when people feminently disagree, I think you've got to stand, you've got to, you know, stand by your convictions because that's the whole point. I meant to be a bit of a, uh, a, a hurling post for people to go, oh, what are you talking about? Uh, Joe Mayno, Mayno, uh, I'm sorry, Joe, I'm probably not pronouncing your name, who was part of the member, part of the channel uh, in the memberships. A bit late, but thanks. Was watching from the start. Congrats, champ. You deserve it. Thanks, man. Isn't it a cool thing? So many, like I say, so many people come out and go, oh, Millie, take it too seriously. That's the key. I don't. I take, you know, I, I take the wrestling part seriously and I take my opponents seriously, especially their safety, but everything else, I'm just going to enjoy as much as I can. And I love the fact that I'm in this crazy world and I love the fact that it's fun. I love the fact that when I finish, I smile. 
So, um, uh, yeah, that's that, that, that's how I feel about it. Right. Well, let me go and check the news. I don't want to miss anything. All the XFL stuff's been going on. I don't think we need to talk about that. They announced all the team names. It's going to be interesting. Uh, the other thing is Vincent Mann, I don't think, is, is going to be backstage at NXT to begin with. Uh, he may... It may change again if they don't do uh, if they don't do well. Uh, oh, Tony Schiavone, actually, I mean, this was from the Wrestling Observer. They talked about this earlier, so I'll just read it. So, uh, basically, the clarification on AEW's announced team after Tony Schiavone signed is the current lineup for TV is now going to be Jim Ross, Excalibur, and Golden Boy. Meaning, poor Alex Marez, whether Marvez, sorry, if you liked him or not, I would imagine the internet reaction to him got him pushed off. Uh, Tony Schiavone will be helping with backstage segments and video packages, but he's on a limited schedule as he can really only do Wednesdays for now because he also works for NLW and he works for a college football team. Uh, he'll most likely do some announcing depending on the match, much like WWE used to do for JR. Alex Marvez is still with the company and most likely will help out with interviews and video packages, and he may still do some announcing in the future. So, for everyone that said they didn't want AEW to be old school wrestling, well, it does have old school bits to it. I mean, Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone on the call, but I mean, I think they mix it quite well. I mean, you know, Chris Jericho's there, but so is Jungle Boy, and Jim Ross is there, but so is Golden Boy, the boys, and obviously Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and John Moxley. They are current too, so I think they balanced it quite nicely. Personally, like for example, if you've been watching all the um, being the um, elite stuff they've been doing, I think Tully Blanchard as Sean Spears' right hand man has been great. If you don't know him, I don't think it's a massive deal. But if you do, I just think it's a nice nod to the past. And we just talked about WCW. I imagine those fans, if they never came back to wrestling, have moved on. But there was still a contingent. And even if you can get some of them back, it's still more people in front of your product. And maybe they will like Luchasaurus. Maybe they will like Marco Stun. Maybe they will like Hangman Page. That's the key, I think, with bringing old people in. You, classic, right? You've got to make sure that when they're done the new stars have got over as well. Uh, Jacob Donnelly in the Super Chat says, Seth Rollins will continue to duck you now that you're champion. Well, he ducked me beforehand, so now he should be doubly scared. The best part is, I'm pretty sure Seth Rollins has no idea who I am, and I'm pretty sure if he saw some bald asshole YouTuber holding some title uh, on some YouTube show, he'd be like, who the flip is that guy? I'm sure that Seth Rollins thinks I'm a massive, massive nerd. And he ain't wrong. I am, but I'm proud. Uh, shout out to Vicey and Yogi Beach TV. They're also channel members who just say, so I saw the win. Congratulations on winning your title. Well played. Thank you, man. Again, like I said earlier, it was, uh, it was just cool. It was really, 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 really cool. And I'll never be able to say thank you to everybody enough. Especially, I will say this too. I want to especially thank patrons. Again, patreon.com for the Simon 316. I would not be able to do anything I do without the support I get through the patrons. There's just no two ways about it. That is a huge help to me throughout the week. And people support me not only verbally, but they support me financially. And so, yeah, if you're listening right now, you're in the YouTube chat and you are a patron, this is right to you. Thank you so much. You... I'll never be able to thank you enough. And hopefully I still, it still feels like I give something back. I always wanted my Patreon to feel more like a shop. But outside of all of that, I just want to say thank you so much because I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do it. There's no two ways about it. That supports me in ways that you'll never know. So I give you a bow. You can tell I've been to Asia, right? Uh, I like that. I like the bow. It's like Larry Dade, if you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'm a big fan of the bow. Very respectful. Uh, very, very, very nice. <laughs> Someone said being a nerd is fine. It is being fine. Being a nerd is the best thing ever because essentially being a nerd means you're passionate about things and you throw yourself into that with uh, with all the gusto you can. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being passionate. Being passionate is the best best thing in the world. Uh, or at least that's what I think. That's what I think. So yeah, we'll see We'll see how All Elite does. I didn't mind Alex Marvez as much as some people. I thought he was a work in progress, but we don't really, it's like football these days. You don't really get to, um, you don't get much time before the uh <laughs> before people can turn which is sad 
which is sad a little way. There is no other news going on. We are in that. I think we're in the calm before the storm. I would say, and maybe WWE knows that. Uh, maybe knows that as well. It's, it's, it's just. I mean, yeah. There's just there's nothing to talk about aside from the odd news story that that breaks. So John Moxley was the big one, but again, they replaced it with Pack, so that calmed down. It's quiet. It's quiet in the old wrestling world to the point I'm saying just staring off into the distance. Let me check my ups and down notes just in case something happened that I've forgotten about, like the fool I am. That's my bookings. <laughs> so we talked about that. Uh, no, that's a list. Oh my gosh, I've gone crazy. Where are we? There it is. Yep, hated boss time. Ricochet versus Drew McIntyre was good. Don't really understand Braun Strowman and Seth. Miz and Corbin was good. Didn't understand Alexa Bliss, Bailey. Tag team tournament match, like I say, the big thing I liked about it was that we finally focused on, on tag team divisions, which we never do. Uh, Natty versus Sasha was all right. Cedric Alexander, Cesaro, Cedric Alexander sorry, was a highlight of everything. Uh, Street Profits. Do and then we had the main event. I, really, I, I like the Bray Wyatt catch-up thing. I will say that. I thought, you know, just having a recap without actually featuring him on TV, I thought was a good way to remind you how great he's been since WrestleMania 35. And look, if my man AJ is right and he is going to attack Stone Cold Steve Austin and we keep him off TV till September, I believe that is, it's going to be absolutely wonderful. It's going to blow up the internet. I will call a podcast after that because of course I will. Why the hell wouldn't I? Shout out to Michael Warner in the super chat as well, who very nicely has just thrown some money in there. I appreciate that, Michael. And again, we've got 10 minutes left. Uh, I'll answer as many questions as I can. Just throw them in the super chat and we will do it. You can ask anything you want. Anything you want, we'll do an open an open forum. If it's not about wrestling, if there's something you're desperate to know, uh, you can answer it or... Um, we can talk about South Korea as well. Uh, Lou Miller in the Super Chat says, Cornette should be the heel announcer for All Elite Wrestling. While I know what you mean, and while Jim Cornette is very good at what he does, there is no way in a thousand years that that's going to happen. I think the hatred between the Young Bucks and Jim Cornette, as well as others, is so real they would never let him into their company. I don't think they're Vince McMahon when Eric Bischoff turns up. I think they feel personally affronted by Jim Cornette. I can understand why. Uh, each to their own. And if you agree with Jim Cornette, that's cool. But from my point of view, some of the things he says, I respect his opinion. I just don't really respect the way that he says it. I don't think we need to drag people down. I don't think we need to use bad language. I don't think we need to be horrible to people. If Kenny Omega wants to go out there and wrestle a doll or wrestle a kid or do comedy stuff, he should be allowed. And by the same token, Jim Cornette should be able to go, well, I think that's a part of crap. But I don't like it when we start running down to people. Just my opinion. Jacob Donnelly in the Super Chat says, Do you think Rey Mysterio coming back next week will lead to Bray Wyatt one and done feud? Those two don't have anything going on at the moment. Well, that's a great idea, Jacob. But then again, I don't see how you can do that. Because Rey Mysterio's thing now is that he was going to retire. His son Dominic said, Nope, don't do that, Dad. I want you to stay. They had a hug. Which, yes, there was undertones that maybe we're going to do a Bray Wyatt Dominic tag team. That's why Rey Mysterio Dominic tag team. Now, as far as I know, Dominic's not in a position to fill that role. So how that works, I don't know. But if you then put him in a feud with Bray Wyatt, as cool as that would be, especially if Bray Wyatt won, although it'd be better if he was beating a on-form Rey Mysterio. You know, the story with Rey is that he sucks right now. It would be awesome. But then Rey Mysterio has to retire, and he has to walk away because he had this big, oh, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back, and I'm going to fight for my family, and then he got lost again. So that kind of sucks. But he's got, I, I thought it was weird that they said he was going to be on next week's show. That, to me, says maybe they didn't have an idea. They don't know what to do. I totally It's the Wrestling Observer's opinion, but I totally agree with it. They're doing the old man, does he have to retire storyline. But it doesn't work for Ray because you can't see his face. And he still moves around like a guy half his age. Like He's one of the best workers in the entire company. So trying to convince me that he's past it. I can look at him and go, but he's not. And I can't see how many wrinkles he's got on his face. I can't tell he's a 46-year-old man. I have no idea. I can't see his features. 
So it doesn't really work. But I don't think having... The problem is, I think if you are going to get Bray Wyatt to do that, it's good, but you need to build Rey Mysterio back up first and probably not do the match to the Royal Rumble or even WrestleMania. You know, Bray Wyatt beating Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania if Rey Mysterio feels hot. Hell yeah, man. Do that till the cows come home. But there's the issue. Uh, Undead FB Goo in the super chat says, are you going to watch Slipknot in 2020? I'm excited, ghost emoji. I would like to, but they've already released tickets and I haven't done anything because I've been running around. If I can get some tickets, yes, I'll probably go. I assume they're playing in London. Haven't even looked at the tour dates, but I would absolutely go and see Slipknot. I first saw Slipknot uh, at a festival, maybe Sonisphere or something like that, and they were, they were before Metallica. I think System of the Down were on that card too. It was brilliant. <laughs> System of Down, Metallica, and um, uh, Slipknot. Did I say them? I can't. I'm so tired. But, I mean, three of my favorite bands ever. So this was incredible. Uh, Jashon Lawrence in the Super Chat says, Simon DeFing, Adam Mayhem deserves a golden up. I'll take it, man. I'll take all the ups I can get, and I'll also throw an up out there for, for Adam Mayhem as well. Uh, again, Craig Kayfay Breaker. Good dude. Really, 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 really good dude. Uh, Aaron Rose in the Super Chat. Do you think we'll see the Street Profits wrestling on the main roster soon while they're entertaining their current narrator spot is albeit really weird? I totally agree. Everything has a shelf life, and I think we've just kind of ticked over the side of that now. I would much rather uh, see them as wrestlers now. I mean, if they lost the NXT championships, they should have really won that tag team turmoil match. I don't know what the plan for Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler is. But I think if the Street Profits had entered, oh man, why didn't they do this? Now I think about it. If the Street Profits had entered, won, and then beat Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman, and you can do the whole thing where those two are infighting, you are instantly underlining that we should care about those two guys. Uh, I don't need to see them as narrators of Raw anymore, as unfun as they are. Uh, I thought the skit with Braun Strowman was dumb. Braun Strowman was here, and they had to pretend that he wasn't there. Then he walked, and they were like, oh my gosh. So I agree. Every, I think that the whole point is storylines and narrative need to evolve. And they've done that long enough now where we don't need them to be in that position. We need to see them in the ring. We need to see them wrestling. We need to see them cutting promos. We need to see them getting mad at people. And we know they can do it. Like if you watched TakeOver a couple of weeks ago, I thought they were great. You know, I thought they were really, really, really great. So I agree with you, Aaron. I would certainly like to do that. And I think maybe it's a bit of a missed opportunity. Although I hope I'm wrong with that. I really hope we get to the Raw Rumble and Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode are the best tag team we've seen in years. I'm fine with that. Wasn't it weird as well the Revival wanted to enter that tournament when... They've already got a number one contendership for the SmackDown down. I get it, because you can say, oh, yes, but they want to win all the belts. And that's fair. But at the same time, you are a bit like, <laughs> it, doesn't, it, doesn't, uh, it doesn't really, really, really make sense. Um, I, don't, I, I, had some, I saw something in the comments, and now I've just completely, completely lost it. Um no i've lost it it doesn't even matter uh right so again few minutes left you can ask anything you want in super chat it doesn't have to be wrestling related and we will wind it down but just for some housekeeping again in literally five minutes time on my youtube channel ping the whole match with adam mayhem versus myself will go live so you can watch entrances don't want to spoil it you can watch the amazing thing that happens at the beginning which is the best spot i've ever been involved with made me laugh for hours and you can watch the whole thing the, the beginning the middle of the end obviously you've seen the end but you can see it again should you so wish that goes live in five minutes if you haven't checked out ups and downs today for all make sure you head over to what culture wrestling at some point this evening and you can get my in-depth and nonsense take on put on on this week's raw but i guess you already have a good idea but go and watch it anyway and yeah in the meantime at simon miller 316 on instagram on twitter uh patreon.com forward slash simon miller 316 uh what else do i need to pimp merchandise simonmiller.bigcartel.com it's got to be, everyone's got stuff to pimp. I can't remember. We'll talk about AJ Parker and send a super chat who says, Simon, if you ever get a wrestling entourage, I would like to be part of it. I'll have your back no matter what. Done. Done. 
I don't want to spoil some things that may be happening soon in a promotion, but I'm not going to say anything else because I'm ruining it. Uh, if you would like to be part of it, AJ, reach out and we'll talk about it. I'll try and get you in. I'll work you in, brother. I'll, uh, I'll hook you up. Uh, Sunny Horizons, brilliant name in the super chat says, watch some of your old videos recently. If you turn heel, will you use your Millic Report character calling people nerds and chuffing idiots? Sunny, my friend, I long for the day when that opportunity comes up. I have a couple of heel characters I like to do. That is 100% one of them. So yes, uh, if I get my way, you will see the middle report. It won't be called that, but you'll get that kind of character in a wrestling ring. Absolutely. I think it was made based on wrestling. And now that it's here, I think we could do it. Jacob Donnelly says in the super chat, everything of Braun and Seth I find so uninteresting. I think seeing them in two title matches, a class of champions is just overkill. Totally agree. Totally agree. I think we could have focused on just Braun versus Seth for the Universal Championship and then done something different for the Raw Tag Team Championships. I don't think that's true. I also don't think, I think the reason you feel that way um, is because there's no story. Braun Strowman just asked for it. I think if we could have built it up a bit more, you would have appreciated. But yes, I 100% agree. Michael Warner in the Super Chat says, I was noticing during Sasha Banks's promo that once she was talking about the four months she was holding up the four horsewomen symbol, do you think that has any significance? I think it probably does from her. I'd imagine she did that on purpose to try and get a reaction from fans. But I don't think WWE has any plans to do that anytime soon. Could be wrong. Hope I'm wrong. I think that would be good. But no, I think that kind of just... Um, I think it was just something they do. And they, 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 they do tease that a lot. And look, brilliant. Do it. Do it. How they make that work now, I don't know. But there's certainly that story and I hope to see it play out. And finally, Dan Lemley in the Super Chat says, you may not remember me asking before, but did you check out band ba Bazanji yet? No, I did not. I assume they're a band. I will check out Bazanji as soon as this podcast or this wrestling show is done. In fact, let's just, let's just type them in. That's a way to end a podcast. If this gets me dirty porn, man, I'll be so mad at you. <laughs> oh, no, there he is. He's a dude. He's born in England. He's making hip hop. All right done i can do this i can do this dan i have the power right so literally when we are done here as soon as you see the stream has ended soon please head over to the youtube channel watch the whole match between me and adam mayhem uh post it everywhere you can as well twitter facebook reddit uh, pff, i don't know anywhere else you can post videos i really would like it to do well i'm prepared for the comments i know they'll come but i enjoyed it i thought it was good and i know that adam enjoyed it too so thank you again for anyone that's joining me. Again, we have an audio version of this and we have a YouTube version of this. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's just youtube.com forward slash the middle report rules. Or you can just search for Simon Miller in the YouTube box. If you haven't joined my audio stuff, go over there now. Find it on iTunes and subscribe. At Simon316 on, uh, well, uh, Patreon, Instagram and Twitter, really. You just put the relative URLs in and you go from there. But now, yes, please. If you do have 20 minutes to spare, stick on my YouTube channel. Head on over to... Um, to it click it it'll be up as soon as i do finish this and you can watch the entire match between me and adam mayhem i will see you tomorrow at 1 p.m bst